Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I am your host, Dr. Angela Chester. Today, I have an author interview with Andrew Birch, and he is a the author of Cactus Jumpers. It is his newest Western mystery, and who doesn't love a really good mystery, right? Well, we're talking about choices. Why do we make the choices that we do, and can we change our mind once we've made said choice. So I am really excited to have Andrew on the line. So without any further ado, we're just going to jump right into this interview. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you, Dr. Angel. I'm really glad to be here. Thank you. Now, um, some of our listeners may not be familiar with who you are. So I'd like to give you an opportunity to kind of quickly, in your own words, who is Andrew Birch? Well, I was uh, raised in the Catholic tradition, and I've lived most of my life in the Northeast. Well, I shouldn't say most, about half. And then I moved out mm-hmm. here to the West, where I live at this point in time in Phoenix. And uh, I've continued to grow and appreciate the importance of my faith. And uh, one day I was just thinking about writing something, and I love Westerns, I love mysteries. So I started mm-hmm. writing it, and I incorporated into it a lot of my uh attitudes and beliefs in faith and as you had mentioned it has a lot to do with choices the choices people make so uh, this really fits in with uh, the type of person I am and thinking about what I do and how it affects everybody else around me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now you have written the book entitled cactus jumpers that is such an interesting title. Can you tell us a little bit about the book? Absolutely. Uh, the story basically is around uh, the death of a young girl in a western town around 1890. Uh, the town is fictional, but it's set in North uh, Northern California. And what happens around this situation is there are people, of course, such as the marshal and the town minister and some other people, their families, that really want to find out who's responsible for this girl's death. Um, she is not a person of great reputation. She was only there for a short mm-hmm. time. She worked in a saloon as a prostitute. And many mm-hmm. people wonder, well, what's the point? Why do we even care what happened? But for them, this attitude is we don't – it doesn't matter who – this person was she's still a person and she deserves mm-hmm. justice and we should be seeking justice for her 
And then there are other people who have influence and money that would prefer mm-hmm. there be no investigation. And they try to apply mm-hmm. some pressure mm-hmm. to the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this puts the marshal and the minister in a very difficult position, a very difficult situation where what are they risking and what will be the cost that they pay or that their families pay in continuing on? And is this worth it? And that becomes the main question on everybody's mind. Is it worth it to oppose these powerful forces in order mm-hmm. to obtain justice? And that's really uh, the basis of the, of the book. And it was something that, uh, you know, what I had thought of for a long time is, you know, in many of these stories that we see from especially the Western movies and such, there often was mm-hmm. this conflict and it was a decision between right and wrong. And yes. one of the things mm-hmm. that I never was really sure about was they often didn't define motivation. And so when I wrote mm-hmm. this book, I wanted to make sure all the characters were well represented and that they all presented their motivations. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of backstories, a lot of explanations to where they came from and why they're doing what they're doing. Why would they take this very strong stand even in the face of such great opposition? And then even Mm -hmm. on the other side, the people that were trying to prevent it, they all have motivations too, and their motivations Mm -hmm. are no less valid when we discuss the the situation than those on what Mm -hmm. I would consider the side of right or justice. They have valid reasons, too. It doesn't make them right, but there's a reason behind what they're doing and why they're doing it. So it it creates that. And uh, the title, Cactus Jumper, itself actually came, just kind of came to me from a movie scene, uh, the movie Mm -hmm. The Magnificent Seven, where Steve McQueen's character was telling a story about why he was there, why he was trying to help these people in this little Mexican town when there wasn't Mm -hmm. any real money involved. And yet he turned around and he said it was about, uh, he remembered a story about a guy jumping into a cactus bush. And somebody said, Mm -hmm. why? And he said, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Basically, (laughs) sometimes people are willing to take big chances because there's a reason for it. Even though on the outside, us looking in, we might say, well, what's the the game? What do you get out of it? You know, this is a, a big risk and you're not really getting anything out of it. But for our characters mm-hmm. in this book, they do get something out of it. It's important to them for various reasons, and it has a lot to do with their background, where they come mm-hmm. from, and what they've experienced as to why they want to do this. So it was an important mm-hmm. theme that I included in this story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And boy, have we all made some decisions that were great in the moment, but then they perhaps wouldn't be appropriate in another given situation. You know, you're being chased by a wild animal. Of course, it's awesome to climb up a tree, but maybe you wouldn't want to climb up said tree in your, in your day-to-day living. So yes, I love it. I love it. Cause that was going to be a question. Of course, why the title cactus jumpers? Thank you so much for addressing that. That, that was a, that was a really good story. Now, what is one of the main takeaways that you want for anyone who picks up a copy of your book and they sit down and they write it for cover to cover? What is one of the takeaways that you would like for them to be able to to say about your book? Well, the first and most important is that they enjoy it. I wrote the book for the simple purpose that I wanted people to have something to take them away from their troubles for a little while, something to make them feel Mm -hmm. good. Uh, 
and I don't write it as a feel-good story, so to speak. I try to put a little mm-hmm. bit more of a realistic turn on it, but it still mm-hmm. has good, solid, happy elements, elements of, of positive nature. And mm-hmm. I want people to enjoy the story, and then as they're looking at it, maybe it gives them uh, maybe a little boost in their own confidence about decisions they're mm-hmm. making. Because as we'll see in this story, there are a number of people, uh, including some outsiders that get involved in this conflict, that would appear to initially have no interest in this situation and would be, would prefer to just leave it alone and stay away from it. And they mm-hmm. don't. The same thing with some of our other characters, the reason that they don't back away. And this would this is something that I want people to always remember. When you're faced with a very tough, very difficult decision, it might seem easier to take one path and say, well, I can just do A Mm -hmm. and there'll be less trouble for me. But remember this, whenever you make a decision and you plot a course, at some point in time, you're going to have to live with what you've done. And Mm -hmm. besides the fact that there may be negative consequences that you haven't considered, There's also the simple fact of conscience. If you do something and you say, oh, this is the easiest way through it, doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. And down the line, we're all going to have to live with ourselves. We have to look in that mirror and say, wow, am I who Mm -hmm. I expected myself to be at this point? And sometimes the harder decision is to say, this isn't the easy way. And it isn't even even the one that's going to make me come off the best. But you know Mm -hmm. what? In the long run, I know this is the right thing to do, and I'll be able to say, no matter what the consequences, I made that decision because I understood the situation well enough to know that this was right. This is what I believe in. If you stand by your beliefs, you'll have a lot more of a fresh, uplifted Mm -hmm. spirit within yourself because you've done something that you knew was right, even though it was difficult. And I hope that people do see that and maybe in their own lives, they're looking at their own situations and saying, man, I'm, I'm facing a lot of adversity here. There's a lot mm-hmm. of things against me and I can use the easy way to try to just avoid all this adversity or I can do what I believe to be the right thing and step forward and do what I think is, is right. And in the long run, I'll feel better about that. That's very important. Mhm, mhm. And what a great a, a great moment for us. Listeners, you know, we have to take a break, but what a great opportunity for you to kind of just roll that around in your head. That was a nugget and I hope that you accept it as such. Well, let's just we need to take this break. We'll be right back.
And we are back. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I'm your host, Becca Angela Chester. My guest today is Andrew Birch, and he is the author of Cactus Jumpers. So we're talking about choices today and why we make the choices that we make and can we change our minds. Now, if I had to use a hashtag here, it would also be lessons. What lessons do we learn along the way and how do they really uh, formulate our future? Now, Andrew, I absolutely love that you said that when you uh, wrote this book, you also chose to um, allow us to see what is the motivation behind what each person was doing behind each character. And I think that that is such a, a wonderful way of doing that. When we talk about motivation. Um, if we were to back up and, and go to your teenage years, were you motivated to be an author at an early age? Or do you think this is, is it more so something that you've decided to do because now you have so many lessons that you're able to share with others? Well, it's interesting you mentioned that. I did win a contest, a writing contest for a short story when I was in high school, uh, I always felt like I had a little bit of sort of the gift of gab away with words, but I didn't pursue it. You know, I had other interests, other things that I was doing in my life, and I went on without. And what I basically did was I relied on other people to write the books that I would enjoy and spent a lot of time reading authors like John Grisham and Stephen King and people that I enjoyed reading. I was primarily a fiction reader. I didn't read as much nonfiction. And it just so happened that after I moved out to Las Vegas, which is where I was living at the time, that's where I met my wife, I was thinking about that and saying, you know, I really should make the effort and write something. You know, it's not necessarily it's going to sell big or make a lot of money, or, but if I can do something you know, that, that I would enjoy myself, maybe other people will as well. So I decided to sit down and had an idea bouncing around in my head, so I started working on it, and I was working full-time, so this did take me about three years to write it. It was quite a, mm -hmm. uh, an undertaking, but I was able to complete the, uh, the work and uh, finally get it. I went through self-publisher and, and got okay. it out there, so... Yes. Well, we are down to, unfortunately, the last few seconds of the show, and I want to make sure that our listeners are able to follow you um, and get a, a copy of the book. What is the best way to do that, Andrew? Uh, it's sold on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com, and you can go out there and look for Cactus Jumpers, and you'll find it out there. And there's several book reviews as well. Thank you so much. And listeners, I know that you have enjoyed this interview because I have as well. And as always, may the Lord continue to shine his face upon you. May you receive his grace and his mercy in all that you do. Until next time, everyone, be blessed in the Lord. Have a great day. Bye-bye.